0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together, Bruce and I have written 34, 35 cookbooks, including, and this is what's relevant to this show, The Ultimate Shrimp Book. Yep, and this is The Shrimp Show. Well, not really. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> it is The Shrimp Show, but not really The Shrimp Show, because what we're going to talk about today is frozen Cooked shrimp. This is, it strikes me, something that you should absolutely have in your freezer at all times. Well, right? it's
1: quick and easy dinner, lunch, it's protein, it takes no fuss. Shrimp thaw under running water in about two minutes. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it being frozen. But before we start, we should talk a bit about shrimp and how you buy it frozen and cooked. Well, yeah, you should buy it in
0: you know, if you can buy frozen cooked shrimp, you want what you want to buy is what's called individually quick frozen or IQF in the industry which means that the shrimp are separated inside of a bag they're kind of individually frozen one one by one before they're put in the bag, right?
1: Yeah, and at most cooked shrimp are sold that way. Um, if you're buying raw shrimp and cooking it, you might, if you don't find IQF, individually cooked frozen, find one big block of shrimp, which is a pain in the neck. It is a pain in the neck.
0: I should say that when we wrote the shrimp book, we got how many pounds? Uh, 300 pounds of shrimp. Nice. We got 300 <laughs> pounds of shrimp from a supplier out west and for to write the shrimp book, and we had to store it actually in a, a space in the Fulton fish market back in New York when the Fulton fish market was still there anyway and we we had all these boxes of frozen shrimp and they were frozen in rectangular
1: blocks yeah they were 10 pound blocks and so we had to cook 10 pounds at a time
0: 10 pound blocks of shrimp which had to sit in the sink thawing under running water for forever. Don't do that. Basically, if you get frozen cooked shrimp, you can put them in a bowl of water and then put it in the fridge and they will freeze. uh, They will thaw. They will will thaw overnight in the fridge in a bowl of water.
1: Now, let's talk about size. What kind of, what size shrimp should people buy for all the ideas we're going to throw? Well,
0: (laughs) we're going to throw a bunch of ideas at you, but you you know, we're talking medium to large shrimp, but don't think about those words. Think instead about how do you make up a
1: pound. That's the way it's labeled on the bags. If you look at the bags, actually, when you buy it in bulk, it rarely says medium or large. It will say under 10 a pound. It will say 12 to 16 a pound, 16 to 20 a pound, 20 to 30 a pound. 20 to 30 a pound is a nice size shrimp. Um, It's one you could very versatile, you could do most things with. If you're looking for the shrimp that feel like lobster tails, then you're looking for the under 12 a pound. Yeah, but that's way too expensive for what we're talking about for a pantry staple, right? Yeah, they get more expensive the larger they get. So think about 20 to 30 a pound. Anything in that range is probably a good thing for these recipes.
0: In the end, right, consider this dating advice. Don't buy medium and large, just buy by the pound.
1: So, um. <laughs> oh, so you're buying now. Oh, so that's dating um, advice, too. Just buy it.
0: Yeah, just... Well, I'm 60. That's my dating advice. Buy it. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's talk about what to do. Do so you put these bags, and honestly, if you've got bags of frozen cooked shrimp in the freezer, you have meals in seconds. You
1: do. And I want to talk about something really easy and stupid and simple and delicious. I love shrimp cocktail, but you can make it Who even... Who doesn't like shrimp I cocktail? Know, it's so good. Well, I suppose Orthodox Jews... I know, they like it. They just don't eat it. I see. In front of the rabbi. Uh, <laughs> That's really should be edited out. Go on. (laughs) And so I love a shrimp cocktail, but you could take a shrimp cocktail and turn it into a Bloody Mary shrimp cocktail. Okay. And so you take a half a jar of cocktail sauce. That is any jarred cocktail sauce. You could buy it in plastic containers, often at the seafood counter. Okay. So you get just a half a cup of jarred cocktail sauce and two tablespoons of vodka. And that's it. That makes a Bloody Mary sauce, and you take your cooked uh, shrimp that has been frozen and thawed. You dip that in. It's so simple and it's so good. Just add vodka to your cocktail sauce, and you want to heat it up. Use chili flavored vodka.
0: Yeah, well, that oh, chili flavored vodka. That is That we you are doing really complicated recipes. Very here. complicated. complicated. Very
1: deli- look. I bet most people listening have never thought about putting vodka in their cocktail sauce. I've
0: thought about putting vodka in everything. Anyway, uh, my idea is easy shrimp bruschetta, And this is how easy it can get. You can honestly buy Melba toast at the grocery store. You can also toast up pieces of bread. But for goodness sakes, you can buy good Melba toast. You smear it with some purchased pesto. You put a shrimp on top, a cooked cocktail shrimp on top. (laughs) And you're basically
1: out. Wow, this is about as complicated as my vodka and the cocktail sauce. I would say
0: that you could also put some jarred roasted red pepper on top of it. You could put a jalapeno slice on top of it, particularly a pickled jalapeno slice on top. You could put all kinds of things on top of it. But just think about Melba Toast, Pesto, Shrimp. And And that's beautiful, too. And go from there. Because
1: Melba Toast is sort of tan, light tan. And the pesto is green. The shrimp is pink. It's really very, very pretty. If you want to
0: get really fancy, you can chiffonade. Ooh, chiffonade up some basil
1: and sprinkle okay, it over the Okay, you can't top. throw that word out and not explain what that <laughs> well, means. You explain it. So chiffonade are a little shreds. So you take your basil leaves and you stack them and you roll them tight like you're making a cigar out of them and then you cut it very thinly and you have little shreds, little right. confetti shreds of basil. That's right.
0: You can put that on top of it. You could dust it with chili powder. You could dust it with cayenne if you want to get crazy. Again, I would go with the pickled jalapeno slice. This is just an easy way to make a nibble, a cocktail nibble. Oh, I guess you could make enough to make dinner out of them on the deck, right?
1: Oh, I could easily make dinner out of it. That sounds delicious. And while I'm there, I'll have my Bloody Mary <laughs> made with cocktail sauce. So reverse, <laughs> I'm, I'm reverse engineering the shrimp cocktail bloody mary excellent well another thing you could do that i could make dinner out of is shrimp poppers you know that doesn't sound no cook to me no well you know poppers usually involve wrapping in bacon and deep frying whether they're shrimp or jalapeno peppers but you could do a version that's no cook that's so yummy you take the big frozen thawed cooked shrimp and you split it open right how do you do that put it flat on the counter and you just cut horizontally you just cut it in half because it's. if you don't have really big ones, you're not going to be able to butterfly them. So just okay. cut it in half. Okay. And then put inside a couple slices of pickled jalapeno rings, a little piece of mozzarella. And yes, you can use string cheese if that's what you got in the house. And then to hold it together, rather than bacon, which needs to be cooked, we're going to use prosciutto. Okay, but
0: you can butterfly these. And I just want to say that you can cut them along the seam in the back, right, and open them up. But,
1: but it, you don't right. cut them all the way through. Right. And
0: then you can shove this stuff inside of it. Shove. That's up. That's a cooking term. I love that culinary word, shove. I do, too, shove. You can shove this. You know, Bruce and I, at one point, we wanted to write a book called Sear and Shove, which was just... <laughs> more, did more dating advice. It's about, oh, which is more <laughs> about, uh, which is about searing something on top of the stove and then shoving it in the oven. To f- so anyway, uh, you, you put the pickled jalapeno in it and the mozzarella and you wrap it up in the prosciutto, which sounds really interestingly easy because it doesn't involve any
1: cooking it doesn't involve any cooking and i can eat a hundred of these and so it's dinner it's you could just open a bottle of wine and sit on the deck and eat a platter of these
0: yeah uh, they would be great to go along with the bruschetta and the drunken cocktail sauce it's Mm. it's, we're making a whole thing here and we're gonna let me keep up this idea of using cook shrimp for no cooking so no cooking and that is just think about and i'm not going to give an exact recipe here but just think about the combination of pickled beets so you get you buy pickled beets you drain them you add you put them maybe you cut them into smaller bits if they're in big chunky bits because you don't want to use a knife at the uh, on a bowl on the deck and chop them up then you put some cooked cocktail shrimp on your cutting board chop that up add drain out a can of mandarin orange slices so what do i have i have mandarin orange slices i have shrimp and i have pickled beets and That's it. I put it in there. Maybe if you want to get crazy, you add some sliced up mint scallion. And then for your dressing, just use a little sour cream and mix that together. So you mix together mandarin orange segments, pickled beets, and shrimp with sour cream.
1: And if you want to get crazy, add scallions. Oh, a little fresh dill might also be a nice addition there. But this is also going crazy. What a classic. Beets and oranges are actually a very classic French combination. They are really good. And I love the idea of pickled beets because you're making a salad dressing The cream, the sour cream won't curdle because it's already a curdled product. So you can put that in with the vinegar from the beets and what are you going to eat this with? I we're think back to dating. Again. I actually think I wanna, a product. I want I want to eat this with Fritos. I there's something about Fritos. I want to dip Fritos. No, then Fritos are for chili pie. You can't make something this Russian. What are you French? French? There's only one way you. Oh, fine. <laughs> then the only thing you can eat with this is blini. You have to make blini. No, but uh, I, I, in my opinion,
0: of yeah. course, yes, in my opinion, I wouldn't eat it with any of those things. I just get. I'm, I'm back to my Melba Toast. I just get something crunchy like Melba Toast to go with it. But you, if you want to eat it with Fritos, I'm picturing it on Fritos on a plate, and it suddenly
1: became very disgusting. I
0: thought I did this classic salad. Well, it is salad.
1: I'm using it as a dip. I'm I'm not making nachos out of it. Oh, man. So just go on. Okay. So this is another no-cook and everything you can get right in the supermarket. And you're going to start with that frozen cooked shrimp that you've thought. Frozen cooked shrimp. Yeah, And we're going to make a Mediterranean shrimp salad. Okay? Okay. So I want to keep the shrimp whole. So we're looking at, you know, smaller than 20 by 30s. If you can get, you know, the 30 to 40s, that would be perfect but for this. not salad shrimp. But not Not, sal- not, not those, those tiny little, little salads. No. Shrimp.
0: So you want, you know, decent-sized, nice crunch. Which I should mention are not baby shrimp. They're just shrimp that grow, you know, that are found in the extremely cold waters, like around Newfoundland. Yeah,
1: and they're just tiny. Like, right. Yeah, kind of like sea monkeys. Ew. <laughs> okay. oh my God. So you're going to toss this shrimp, and the amounts completely are up to you. You know, if I was serving this to people, I would think four to six ounces of shrimp per person. And then you want to go down your salad bar at your supermarket right the olive bar they have there right and you want to pick up things like marinated artichoke hearts and sun-dried tomatoes right. the kind that are right. marinated in oil not the leathery kind right you want some roasted red peppers or even those sweet pepperdew peppers right you could put marinated mushrooms you could put little bocachini balls any of that stuff that you get in that olive bar that says to you south of france Mix that together with the shrimp. Serve it over a bed of mixed greens. You have an amazing, amazing salad. And all of those vegetables have a dressing. So that basically is what dresses it for you. I just don't approve there's no mayonnaise involved. Um, because I just think mayonnaise, you know, you eat it. Mediterranean, in a... um, it's olive oil. They eat
0: mayonnaise in the Mediterranean. I know they do. They're not idiots.
1: They Have, <laughs> have to you been there lately?
0: <laughs> they have to eat meta. They have to eat mayonnaise. Everybody eats mayonnaise on a spoon out of the jar. Oh, that is so gross! No, it does. It sounds like a great antipasto salad. It and is. It, you can use such. You can make it so easy and uh, even fancy.
1: You- this is actually a fan. You could serve this to
0: company. You could. You could make a big platter of frozen cocktail shrimp and all those antipasto y things and make a platter out of it and what? Drizzle it with your dressing? or Well, the dressing
1: is all the liquid that's coming out of those artichoke hearts and the peppers. Save it all back. Yeah. Mix it together. If you taste it, if you want it a little more vinegary, add a little balsamic. If you think it's already too vinegary, add a little more olive oil. But that's the base of your dressing and drizzle that over the whole thing.
0: We are going really down on this podcast. I mean, you know. Down, but delicious. We are so we we're the fancy James Beard nominated cookbook writers, and we are really going down. We're just just
1: being lazy. That's all. We're just we're having a lazy. We're
0: watching season after season of Justified on on Hulu, and my brains
1: are deteriorating. I think
0: they are deteriorating. I think that uh, I love Justified, but. I – well, Timothy Oliphant is is very pretty to look at. He's very pretty. There. And, and Walton Gung's is amazing. But um, I think we're going downhill. Okay, but I'm going to go one more step downhill. Oh, okay. And then I we're going to finish. is? not that is – don't forget, you can make an easy, easy Southeast Asian uh, shrimp salad. And the way you do that – is you just buy some bagged slaw mix, you know, the chopped up cabbage and and carrots, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You add some of your frozen cooked shrimp. You can chop them if you want. You don't have to chop them depending on their size. And then add some Thai bottled peanut dressing. Oh, brilliant. So you brilliant. put that on all together. You mix it up. Now, I want to say that if you want to fancy this thing up just a little bit with that Thai uh, peanut dressing, then add just a little, and I mean a drizzle of fish sauce, add a little lime juice, add a little fresh ginger. That's getting it fancier. You don't have to do any of that. But if you wanted to add some fresh ginger, or and or some fish sauce and or some lime juice you could make the slaw even fancier but don't forget that it's so easy it to it is make so it is a really fairly easy. healthy if you use a low-fat dressing a fairly healthy Wait, slaw. that's an oxymoron low-fat thai peanut dressing <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it exists i don't know about it given that i eat butter on a knife and mayonnaise on a spoon but Um, I'm sure that that stuff exists. Well,
1: that is delicious combination that would also, if you feel like cooking, that would make a great addition to the inside of egg rolls. You could buy egg roll wrappers, put that inside there, roll it up. You could even get some uh, whole wheat tortillas, warm them up, and eat that like mushu, because that sounds almost like a shrimp mushu, but you're eating it cold, which is really good. You could warm it up and have it like warm mushu. I used to, when I was a kid, we
0: would go to the Chinese restaurant, and I Everybody, of course, you know, this is uh, Texas, so it's not like in New York. It's where everybody orders their dish. It's my dish, my sweet and sour chicken, and I'm eating the whole thing by myself. (laughs) And I thought I was so sophisticated in fourth grade because I ordered the mushu pork. And I thought that was the most sophisticated thing that I could (laughs) ever possibly order. I might as well have had a vodka tonic in fourth grade with it. I was so sophisticated.
1: Mm (laughs) Mmm, (laughs) mushu. Mmm, vodka tonics. <laughs> Yum. Yeah, we really are going downhill with this one. Vodka tonics, vodka and tonic water. Mm. That's that's high class right there. But we do have some really delicious ideas. And we have delicious ideas on lots of different kinds of food. We've done shows about canned tuna. We've done shows about olives. We've done shows about anchovies. If you love our shows about food and cooking, you like our banter, please subscribe to Cooking with Bruce and Mark and you won't miss a single episode. And when you're subscribing, wherever you get your podcasts, give us a rating. Good ratings help. check out our YouTube
0: channel also called Cooking with Bruce and Mark in which Bruce and I are doing a giant series called a deep dig into and each of us are taking on some crazy thing Bruce is doing vegan chocolate chip cookies I'm doing root beer I'm doing cauliflower tans. Bruce is do, do, doing bread and butter pickles you can check out all those recipes in which we were actually doing them in real time with our faces on camera in our own kitchen wow uh, you can check us out there and please connect with us on social media on facebook on instagram or twitter bruce is on instagram under bruce a weinstein we would love to connect with you and we would love to have you back next time for another episode of cooking
1: with bruce and mark